0: This is an SBS radio podcast. Settlement Guide. Information, issues and stories about living in Australia.
1: Australia is one of the most expensive countries in the world when it comes to higher education. It's no surprise that 90% of its eligible students take up a loan to pay for university. There are different types of loans, as well as scholarships, to assist students with their fees. Audrey Bouget and Ildiko Dauda find out more. In Australia, a three-year undergraduate degree costs about $32,000. Not many people can pay up front. Andrew Norton is the Higher Education Programme Director at the Grattan Institute. He explains that university students are offered either a Commonwealth-supported place or a fee-paying place.
0: So a Commonwealth Supported Place is a university place that is subsidised by the federal government and those subsidies range from only about $2,000 for a law or business degree to more than $20,000 for medicine. But that means that this course is cheaper than a full-fee course.
1: A Higher Education Loan Program, or HELP, consists of four loan schemes. The main one, and most popular, is HEX-HELP. Under it, students who are Australian citizens can borrow money from the government for their higher education.
0: Virtually all undergraduates in Australian universities are eligible for HECS help, with sort of permanent residence being the only major exception. And of those who are eligible, about 90% take up their loan. So this is by far the most popular kind of loan. And if you're an undergraduate, it's pretty unlikely you will have any loan except that
1: students start paying back the loan once they earn over a certain amount
0: at the moment it's uh, just under $56,000 but for next year it's going to drop down to well, next financial year it's going to drop down to $52,000 so it'll affect uh, slightly more people than the current threshold
1: up to the end of june australians with a help debt who lived overseas didn't have to pay it back while they lived outside australia but Andrew Norton says it's not the case anymore since the 1st of July.
0: From basically this financial year, people will have to repay their help debt overseas, essentially on the same basis as if they were in Australia. So it means that the their foreign income will have to be converted into Australian dollars, and if it's over the threshold at which people in Australia have to start repaying, they need to repay on the same basis.
1: On top of hex. There are three other loans available to assist students.
0: Then there's another scheme called fee help and that applies to students who are in full fee places and that's mostly postgraduate courses or courses in private higher education providers. SA HELP is to pay for your student amenities fee, so each university charges about $300 for extra non-academic services. OS HELP is if you want to do some, a semester overseas in a foreign university, uh, OS HELP pays for that. And VET FEE HELP is something that applies to diploma-level courses in vocational education.
1: With FEE HELP, there is a maximum debt of $100,000, but students can keep taking out Hex HELP loans throughout their entire life if they want to. Australian permanent residents and citizens can have a CSP, but only citizens are allowed to take out a HELP loan. Permanent residents generally have to pay the fees up front.
0: So. Individual universities might offer some extra assistance, but generally it is quite difficult for people who are permanent residents but not citizens. It's a significant disadvantage to being just a permanent resident rather than a citizen.
1: Young students can also receive ongoing payments to assist with the cost of living.
0: Youth allowance applies for young people aged up to 24 fairly complex eligibility but generally people whose parents uh, earn up to $150,000 can get at least some youth allowance, not necessarily the whole amount and so that can be a valuable assistance to people who are seeking to go to higher education. Generally most students also work so it's, it's a combination of your own income and youth allowance.
1: It can be quite difficult for asylum seekers and refugees on temporary protection visas to afford an education without government support. Tim O'Connor from the Refugee Council says that they've been working with universities to provide scholarships to help those people.
2: They give people who may not have had that opportunity the opportunity to go to university. And what we know through with so many refugees and so many other people who are seeking asylum, is that they're desperate to start to rebuild their lives. Uh, education provides routine and it also provides opportunity, an opportunity to go on and get a better job and contribute to their full potential and also, importantly, contribute to the Australian economy, what many refugees want to do.
1: At the moment, they work with around 14 universities across Australia. Tim O'Connor shares the success story of one of these students.
2: He missed out on six years of school when his family was forced to flee his home in Kabul due to persecution. His his father had been killed, so the family decided to, to flee. They were in Pakistan for a number of years where he wasn't able to access education at all. He came to Australia he was 21. When he enrolled in school, he started off in year eight and was quickly accelerated through because he was very bright picked up English very quickly. Uh, he's now studying engineering at one of Australia's most prestigious universities, and um, last year he received the University Medal for his year.
1: And for more information about scholarships for asylum seekers and refugees, visit the Refugee Council website. Feature prepared by Audrey Bouget and Ildiko Dauda.
0: This was an SBS radio podcast. For more Settlement Guide stories, visit sbs.com.au slash radio.